0: In 1956, Martin Luther King, Jr., a young African-American Baptist minister, achieved overnight fame when he led a black boycott of the Montgomery, Alabama bus system. King's introduction of massive resistance as a legitimate form of racial protest inspired a Supreme Court decision declaring segregation in public transportation to be illegal and forced the city of Montgomery to abandon its discriminatory seating policies. It also marked the beginning of the modern civil rights movement. For the next twelve years, King led various forms of nonviolent protest against racial discrimination. Though his life was threatened repeatedly, and he was arrested many times for violating state segregation laws, he never wavered in his quest to win civil rights through nonviolent tactics and with the cooperation of like-minded whites. His efforts were admired worldwide and inspired the passage of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which has been referred to as a Magna Carta for African Americans. King once confided to his closest aide, Wyatt T. Walker, that Jackie Robinson's example of breaking baseball's color barrier inspired him to pursue racial integration on a national stage. Jackie made it possible for me in the first place, he said. Without him, I would never have been able to do what I did. Surprised by the revelation, Walker asked him to explain. Back in the days when integration wasn't fashionable, King said, "'Jackie understood the trauma and the humiliation and the loneliness "'which comes with being a pilgrim walking in the lonesome byways "'toward the high road of freedom. "'He was a sit-inner before sit-ins "'and a freedom rider before freedom rides. "'When Roy Campanella, the first black catcher to break the color barrier "'and a teammate of Robinson's, learned of the remark, "'he was quick to point out that Jackie wasn't the only one "'who should be credited with the success.' "'Without the Brooklyn Dodgers, you don't have Brown v. Board of Education,' he insisted, referring to the 1954 landmark Supreme Court decision that declared racial segregation illegal in the United States. We were the first ones on the trains. We were the first ones down south not to go around the back of the restaurants, the first ones in the hotels. We were the teachers of the whole integration thing. Campanella's defensiveness—' came from his belief that he, along with other African-American teammates, Don Newcomb, Joe Black, and Jim Gilliam, should also be credited with abolishing Jim Crow in American society. All of them endured racial abuse in the Negro Leagues longer than the single-season Robinson apprenticed with the Kansas City Monarchs. Unlike Robinson, who actively challenged Jim Crow, Campanella was more subdued in his protest because he knew white society wouldn't listen. Instead, he played the game at an extraordinary level, believing that he could play just as well, if not better, than any white major leaguer, and that he could crack baseball's color line if an owner had the moral courage to give him the chance. Once given the opportunity... Campanella refused to jeopardize his Major League career by challenging directly the subtle forms of discrimination he faced or the state political and judicial systems that permitted it. He let his remarkable talent as a power hitter and catcher do the talking for him, believing that ability, not militancy, was the foundation upon which racial equality rested. Jackie Robinson thought differently. He possessed a fierce pride, an unrelenting competitiveness, and a keen racial consciousness that had been cultivated on the streets and playing fields of Pasadena, California, a city that was hostile to blacks. Throughout his life, Robinson fought against Jim Crow, beginning at age eight when a white neighbor called him a nigger, and continuing during his years as a stellar student-athlete at Pasadena Junior College and UCLA, and, later, as a military officer and Negro leaguer. Although he did not provoke the racial discrimination he experienced, Robinson certainly didn't back down when he was made a victim of it. His defiance sometimes resulted in trouble with the law and a military court-martial. Robinson's greatest challenge came in the mid to late 1940s, when he became the first African-American to break Major League Baseball's whites-only policy.